Today is Juneteenth, an annual cultural celebration honoring the day in 1865 when black people in Galveston, Texas, learned of their freedom and emancipation from slavery. But the event has rarely been mentioned in history books in America. Unlike the 4th of July, until this year, Juneteenth wasn't observed by companies or mentioned in mainstream media. Kyra Kyles is the CEO of YR Media and the former editor-in-chief of Ebony Magazine. She talks with Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire about whether this year marks a definitive shift in how the majority of the U.S. recognizes Juneteenth and how celebrations have evolved over the years. It seems that the initial celebrations of Juneteenth revolved around somewhat of a 4th of July, the way we conventionally think of 4th of July. It was about food. It was about community. There were special meals that were cooked people dressed up in their finery. I remember reading one historical account about some of those who had been enslaved, taking their rags that they were forced to wear and putting on the finery of the so-called masters so that they could really enjoy themselves. And it's because of there are so many staggered dates by which they should have had freedom. This was the agreed upon date, uh, mostly from a historical perspective. And so, I think what's interesting about it is that you grow up hearing about the 4th of July and celebrating that as independence. And this is almost like a shadow holiday, so to speak. I have to admit, I grew up in Chicago and from my understanding, it is more popular in the South. And so I wasn't really fully aware of Juneteenth until I was an adult. Yeah, I was curious about that because uh, in reading, especially modern accounts, Juneteenth has slowly made its way not just to the north, but slowly across the south as well, where there are uh, black Americans who, who who didn't know what this holiday was until, you know, they, they encountered it while in the south and then brought it back to their Cohen communities. Absolutely. There were celebrations that I've been familiar with in the Midwest that were festivals and events, but it really was not something that was a big deal. You know, my family didn't never really celebrated the 4th of July because we understood that that really wasn't independence for African-Americans, but we did not really practice Juneteenth either. And in thinking about it, even when I worked at African-owned publishing companies, we did not get off for Juneteenth. So I think it's like so much in African-American history, it's reduced to February. It's all about accomplishments and achievements and dates. And it really doesn't dig into our history in a way. You know, I, I know people who didn't know about the Tulsa bombings until HBO's The Watchmen for example. So I think this is just about a buried history that could have been very significant and important. And I think it's interesting that it's coming to such a, a widespread recognition right now in this moment because it's being understood that we don't know a lot of our history. People don't know that policing, for example, comes out of systemic racism and is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. But because they don't know the history, they can't draw those touch points. And I think it's the same with Juneteenth. Because you didn't know how emancipation happened, you didn't know that it took years for people to realize that they'd been so-called free because you know all human beings should be free. And then it, there are so many different dates because there was no agreement upon when to honor this commitment. So it, it's really interesting because I believe it's, it's not isolated to Juneteenth. It's our history in general in America when it comes to Black Americans. Well, I think that that phrase that you used, the, the shadow side, is very poignant. I've been thinking a lot this week having these conversations about uh, how Juneteenth has become part of the national conversation. The idea of freedom, it is our brand. 
we go above and beyond to commercially show that we are the country of freedom. And to have a holiday like Juneteenth so woefully ignored, again, the shadow side of of being a culture and a, and a, and a country that that puts freedom on such a such a high position is having to having to acknowledge that not everybody is free. Right. And that that may be exactly what it is. We want unity. You know, America commercializes unity as well. But there's there's not there isn't really any firmness behind it. We talk about freedom, but we don't want to talk about it for all groups. We want to talk about it only for the majority that have been the majority for so long. And that's why we we hand out flags. You know, th that's the only thing I remember about the 4th of July is the sparklers. But we talk about it in a very toothless way. And so when we're forced to really look at who has had freedom consistently, who hasn't had freedom, that's when you have tough conversations and it's not as much fun and it doesn't look as great in an ad to talk about the fact that the 4th of July only meant freedom for a certain segment of the population. I want to go back to, you said Juneteenth wasn't on your radar then as you were more of an adult. What was your earliest memory of en encountering this holiday and what kind of celebrations took place and, and how did you understand it at that time? Well, I am really ashamed to tell you that it was when I was an adult. I was most likely in my early 20s, if I can remember, and it was a festival. And I remember looking it up to, to get a better understanding. My family is from the South, like many people in Chicago, um, the Great Migration, but some of the, the customs, you know, fall away. And so in Chicago, I never really was aware of, even though I did grow up in an Irish Catholic neighborhood, that might have had something to do with it. But I really had no intimate experience with it. But as I worked and as a journalist, I did more research. I learned about the customs and I thought, wow, this is such a beautiful holiday. The sad thing is that we have so many holidays where people can't fully enjoy themselves. Thanksgiving, you're thinking about the indigenous people. Fourth of July, you're thinking about the black people who weren't free at that time. There's just so little joy in these holidays, especially for African-Americans and other people of color. And so I felt cheated that I didn't know more about Juneteenth. But I'm grateful that I do now that the country is starting to wake up. But it's a shame because you, there's so little that we can actually have pride in. What is it about this time, do you think, that's finally holding worldwide attention for Juneteenth and why we're seeing the space of opportunity you know, for a shift to take place in the, the, the country's national consciousness? I think it's just a confluence of events that leads us to center Juneteenth. We're looking at our country. We're realizing that we don't know most of our own history. We only know the parts that we like or the parts that make Americans look good and the ideals that we have look good. As I mentioned, we have people who didn't know about the Tulsa bombings until they saw it on a sci-fi show, The Watchmen. You know, we have brands that are kind of glomming onto it because they understand that, yes, there's this deep systemic history and racism that we don't know about and we have to do something about it. My only fear is that this becomes like Martin Luther King Day. It becomes a day of commercialization. It becomes a day to remember platitudes. It doesn't invoke any actual change. I think what's important is Juneteenth is about equality and it's about freedom. And I think what the reason we're, we're holding on to it right now is because we realize there isn't equality for everyone and we realize there isn't freedom for individuals who can't jog, who can't be in their own homes, who can't write on their own property without someone coming up to them and disrupting them. And so I think that if Juneteenth becomes a, a series of platitudes or just another day off, I'll be very disappointed. 
but if it does become a touch point for awakening and looking deeper into our history and making sure we teach this in schools and that we know this, this history, I think then that we have a good, a good chance. I mean, there are young people teaching each other black history through TikTok. So, you know, young people of all races and ethnicities that understand that there's this big gap in learning and that we have to fill that gap in order to move forward. And so I think Juneteenth is, is hopefully not a commercialized holiday moving forward, but a moment of awakening that, that leads to real introspection and the knowledge that yes, you know, it's great to wave a flag around and, and talk about freedom, but are you really talking about freedom if it doesn't apply to everybody? Following up that question, how is it do you think that um, that white Americans and others who are not black can support and hold space for their black coworkers and friends and neighbors to celebrate Juneteenth and to also try to help it not be commercialized? One of member of the staff at, at Wired Media did something I thought was really great. When I sent out the notice that we were going to be observing Juneteenth, she responded with links about what it was and what it meant. In short, she was suggesting this is not a day off, but it's a day on. So take that time to learn history, to look at what went wrong, to look at what could go right, to question yourself, question your bias and your privileges. Don't accept it as just another time that you can have a longer weekend, but a time that you have some space that you can really look deep and see what the systems are that are holding back Black Americans and what you can do to help dismantle those systems. Because for me and many others, it isn't just about knowing things, it's about acting on them. So if people go read about the history but have no desire to change it, that doesn't help anyone. So what I would love to see is that companies make this a day of action and that they have goals and that they have something they can articulate impact that came from them observing this and not just a day that they allow people to get off early. Kyra Kyles is the CEO of YR Media and the former editor-in-chief of Ebony Magazine. She spoke with Amanda LeClaire. You can head to WDET's Facebook page to brush up on your Juneteenth knowledge and find out more about the history of this holiday of freedom. 